The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week, we discuss bankers debating the economy, changes at Facebook, and large, mid, and small-cap stocks. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. Leaders from the biggest banks in the U.S. debated the future of the U.S. economy this week. Jamie Dimon, chairman and chief executive at J.P. Morgan Chase, described the challenges facing the U.S. economy as a, quote, hurricane, unquote. Jamie Dimon said, quote, right now, it's kind of sunny. Things are doing fine. Everyone thinks the Fed can handle this. That hurricane is right out there, down the road, coming our way. We just don't know if it's a minor one or a superstorm Sandy." End quote. Brian Moynihan, the chairman and chief executive of Bank of America, responded at the very same conference where Diamond shared his weather-themed pessimism. Moynihan said, quote, We're in North Carolina. You've got hurricanes that come every year. End quote. Moynihan explained that the Fed's challenge to hike interest rates is because of a strong underlying economy. What makes the Fed's job tough right now is, quote, actually a good thing, low employment and good wage growth and good consumer spending, end quote. Goldman Sachs president John Waldron said, quote, this is among, if not the most, complex dynamic environments I've ever seen in my career, end quote. The confluence of the number of shocks to the system is unprecedented, according to Waldron. His concerns stem from inflation, changing monetary policy, and the continued invasion of Ukraine by Russia, all of which are headwinds for the global economy. Waldron said, quote, we expect that there's going to be tougher economic times ahead, end quote. Now, despite this perceived negativity, he was bullish on Goldman Sachs' future, saying, quote, regardless of the economic environment, we'll do just fine, end quote. The owner of Facebook, Meta Platform's chief operating officer, Sheryl Sandberg, announced on Wednesday that she was leaving the company after 14 years. The announcement initially sent the social media firm's shares down by about 4%, but the stock recovered. This is big news, as Sandberg helped power the growth of the world's biggest social media network. Chief Growth Officer Javier Olivan will take over as Chief Operating Officer. Olivan has worked for Meta for more than 14 years and has led teams handling Facebook, 
Instagram, WhatsApp, and Messenger. Sandberg's departure marks an end of an era for Meta, which is shifting focus toward hardware and the metaverse. The second-in-command to founder Mark Zuckerberg, who was only 23 when he hired her, Sandberg was one of the most visible executives at Facebook and a leader of its ad-based business model. Only about 25% of corporate America's C-suite positions are held by women, and Sandberg's visibility was heralded as important for representation. When asked about her next steps, she told Reuters she was focusing on philanthropy at what she described as a, quote, critical moment for women, end quote. Size matters. Well, <clears throat> in investing, for sure. Market capitalization, or market cap, is a way to measure a company's size. Recall that market cap is the value of a company's outstanding shares multiplied by its stock price. This classification is important for mutual fund companies because they use market cap to determine which stocks to buy for funds with a specific size strategy. Large cap fund, mid cap fund, small cap fund, Etc. The current definitions are large cap companies with a $10 billion market, market capitalization or greater, mid cap between $2 billion and $10 billion, and small cap between $300 million and $2 billion. Now, the definitions of what a large, mid, and small stat, cap stock is have changed. In the 1980s, a large cap stock had a market capitalization of $1 billion. That size is viewed as a small cap today. Let's take a closer look at large, mid, and small cap stocks. Large cap companies are generally more mature, well-known firms. Think Walmart, Apple, and Bank of America as examples. Large cap stocks tend to have more stable business performance from one year to the next, with relatively less variability in earnings and revenue. Large companies may have less volatile share prices than smaller firms and also tend to be the least sensitive to economic headwinds. Now, this does not mean that large cap companies are a sure thing. Enron and WorldCom are just a couple of examples of big businesses gone bad. Mid-cap stocks are typically issued by established companies in industries experiencing or expected to experience growth. Uh, Avis Budget Car Group and leading aluminum producer Alcoa are two mid-cap stocks that come to mind. Mid-cap stocks generally fall in between large and small cap on the risk-return spectrum. And mid-caps may offer more growth potential than large caps, and possibly less risk than small cap stocks. Now, small cap stocks are often very young companies and tend to have significant growth potential, uh, but they are also less stable than their larger, more established peers. Uh, Boston Beer, the maker of Sam Adams, and Nordstrom are a couple of examples of small cap stocks. Small cap companies are 
more likely to be focused on smaller niche markets and emerging industries. Small caps as a group are considered the most aggressive and by extension the most risky investment of the three categories. The relatively limited resources of small companies can also make them potentially more susceptible to an economic downturn. Now, there may also be a little bit of vulnerability in that space to competition and uncertainties from new markets. On the other hand, small cap stocks offer significant growth potential. And for those that can tolerate volatility, in short-term price swings, there may be some long-term benefit. Remember that Amazon and Tesla were once small cap companies. Be aware that immature companies have achieved large cap status due to intense short-term investor interest without building a stable business. Meme stock GameStop is a good example. GameStop had a market cap of $250 million in late 2020, but due to speculation in the stock's price, had a market cap over $22 billion by January 2021. Statistically, that puts GameStop in the large cap classification, but that company's share price volatility is more typical of a small company than a large one. Join us next week when we discuss stock buybacks. Tune in next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week.